0: Coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas, this is Punk Brats, a podcast focused on the lives and experiences of our military brats. We didn't serve, we got served.
1: Now here are your punk brats, Rose and Lisa.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Rose. And this is Lisa. Welcome to Punk Brats, our pilot episode. So as we've been promoting this Punk Brats podcast for the last few weeks, folks have asked me, Lisa, what's a punk brat? Like, I've gotten messages and all, and I'm like, well, my sister came up with the name, so uh, why don't you tell everyone about how you came up with Punk Brats? To be
0: honest, it literally just popped in my head. You know, I mean, rebellious, free-spirited military kids who have a whole unique subculture of their own. Yeah. You know, and punk rock is counterculture. And I think it's just the perfect way to describe our experiences.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Rose, a lot of people who know you and know me from our high school days, they're, they're going to associate me more of a metalhead, but you're definitely the punk rocker and you still are. So for those out there listening, they're laughing right now and smiling, saying, yeah, they know exactly. They can see you coming up with this name. I'm a combination of both, actually. I mean, think about it. Living overseas
0: most of our lives, we grew up third culture brats. You know, we grew up with a Korean mom. (laughs) We grew up with an American dad of Puerto Rican descent. Mm -hmm. And we're running around the streets of Japan, Germany. So I think the name is perfect. I think it describes us perfectly. And I think we're going to be meeting a lot of other brats out there that have similar experiences to ours. I Maybe so. not the exact same ones, but you know, yeah. very similar.
2: Yeah. And if if and like we said, you know, Rose described this podcast. If any of y'all know someone that's unique, uh has a story to share, um, let us know. Contact us. Go to our website, www.punkbrats.com Well, this is the perfect
0: time for us to introduce ourselves to our listeners. I'm Rose. I'm the oldest of three girls. And I was born in Seoul, South Korea, at Yongsan Army Base. I currently live here in Texas. I live with my family. I've got 19-year-old twins who are currently sophomores in college. I have a Weimaraner, so all you dog lovers out there. I love my dog, Boris. He's so cute. And those of (laughs) you that follow me on social media, most of my pictures are of my dog.
2: (laughs) So. And I'm the middle sister, I'm Lisa, and I was born uh, at Fort Hood, Texas, very proud native Texan here, at Darnell Army Hospital, and I also reside here in Texas, right up the road from my sister, actually, she can walk here, and I have a wonderful husband and also two daughters, um, who, well, I won't give away my age, or their age, because it'll give away my age, but... Uh, One's getting married next February, and one's about to graduate from college and go on to nursing school. And we have our sweet little Shotzi, who's a bitch poo. And, uh, yeah, that's my family background. And we also have Sweet P. right? She is our
0: youngest sister, our baby sister, who currently resides in California. And we are just hoping to try and get her here to Texas. One day, I hope. Maybe Someday. Someday. You know, Lisa, we were just talking about where we were born, yeah. and that just reminded me that I had met a military brat not too long ago, and one of our greetings always is like, where were you born <laughs> when you find out you're a military, a military brat, right? Or That's or where from? pretty yeah. common, where, you where you're from, not, you know, or well, where, where, you're born? where you're born. Yeah. And um, she said that she was born in Saudi Arabia. That's so cool. See, and so cool. And I would have never guessed in a million years yeah. seeing her, you know. And just like her looking at me, you know, she's like, wow, I would have never guessed you were born in Korea. So that's one of our unique experiences
2: that we share as well. And it's really kind of cool, I think. No, totally. I mean, whenever I meet another military brat, you know, I, that, I, you're absolutely right. The first thing is like, well, where were you stationed? Uh-huh. Or where were your parents stationed? Yeah. Did you know? And if, if, if you were at the same place or or – somewhat similar your life was like well did you know or whatever you know yeah or did you do you this you what or? you had connected with them or yeah with exactly
0: them. So, but, you know for instance like if I meet somebody from Yakota, did you know the pony store <laughs> 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 did you go to the pony store yeah. and you know people out there who have been to Yakota right. will know exactly, exactly what, what we're talking, talking about. about and probably some exactly. of you out there are going what are you talking about now, have it you was an done electronic this? store
2: have you ever done this where you mix up your German friends our, our Germany friends to our Asia you know Japan friends you know, oh, all the like, time yeah you I've done that plenty of times wait where did I know this Rat friend. Oh yeah, this person was from here. Or I'll I'll say, Hey
0: did you hear that? So and so and whatever, you know, is doing this or doing that, and they're like, "Who is that?" And I'm like, "Oh no, never mind. That was my friend from when I lived in Germany, or that it, was my friend from you know
2: Japan." But it or is Korea. exciting that we still stay in touch with our friends. You know, yeah. I mean, Rose and I still stay in touch with our friends from Zama. Um, I was there for sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, and I'm still best friends almost forty years later with these same people. Mm-hmm. We have a annual. I run that annual, but we have a pretty regular Zama reunion that's I think very fine. well coordinated by our Zama Alumni Association, which shout out to y'all doing a great job. But, you know, you mentioned something when we were off air, you know, about music. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about music?
0: Well, I was saying off air that w- the other thing that is unique to us is that, well, I mean, I, I don't know maybe if it's unique to us, but you hear a song and it takes you back to where you were. Yeah. And it helps you, like, kind of form a timeline. Like, I'll hear a song and then I'll think, oh, gosh, I was, you know, I was in Japan riding the train in Tokyo going to this concert or doing
2: this I won't tell you who I had a crush on, but when I hear Madonna crazy for you, right? Uh You know, you're just like, (laughs) oh, my God, that takes me back to seventh grade. But, you know, and then speaking of that, that was my first concert, Rush Grace Under Pressure at the Budokan in Japan with you. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And with Kevin and Tim, who worked for Dad. Uh But, you know, we went with some trusted Army officials to – A concert, and I didn't know years later that that concert was going to be very influential to me for the music that I listen to now. But, yeah, my first concert was in Tokyo at 12 years old. That's pretty cool. Crazy. But we've had some good times, you know, and... uh, I mean, we could just talk forever about all the things we've done, but this whole podcast is about sharing unique stories that other people have had in their lives. But here and there, as you hear our episodes, we will dabble in our lives and share with you the things that we've got to experience.
0: Yeah. Um, And you guys share your experiences with us. You can always go to punkbrats.com and there's a contact form on there and like share your stories or if you have any shout outs that you would like, you could... Go into that, too. Or if, you know, you think that you have an interesting story, maybe we'll have you on as a guest.
2: You can email us at info at com. But um, right now, uh, gosh, like I said, I could chat forever. But I think, Rose, you have some history to share with us, right, about being a military brat and about our school? Yeah. So... We thought that
0: with every episode, it'd be kind of a fun thing to do a Did You Know? So with my teacher background on my bulletin board every day, I would change it with a different Did You Know? And I thought this might be something cool that we can incorporate into our show. So did you know that in 1946, the Department of Defense Dependent Schools, also known as DODS, Dodd. which we called it DODs. That's Dodds. another thing.
2: Did you go to DODS school? Which one? Yeah. Uh,
0: was created for dependents of military members of the armed forces in overseas areas and after world war ii the increased demand for american education overseas was a result of the government's decision to allow soldiers to bring their families when deployed so by 1949 almost 100 schools were being operated separately by the army navy and air force in countries around the world
2: i want we need to do our research and next time we'll have to say we'll have to share how many dodd schools there are
0: yeah in the world yeah that'll be really interesting Totally. Which is cool. I love the Dodd schools I went to.
2: Yeah, that's a really good um, FYI. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that. The premise of this podcast is to visit with guests who are military brats who've done some innovative, unique, remarkable things in their life. And so I thought it would be a good idea that during our podcast to highlight some brats in the news. And so I have a brat to share about, Rose. That's cool. So who's this brat in the news? So, the new face of the Gerber baby, and we we all know the Gerber baby. Uh The new face of the Gerber baby food company was announced this month. They picked an Air Force brat named Maddie. Oh, I know. Maddie's mom and dad are high school sweethearts. Her mom and dad came from first-generation immigrant families from the Philippines, and both of Maddie's grandfathers served in the U.S. Navy. And Maddie's dad is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy and has served our country for 16 years as a lieutenant colonel physician. Wow. Yeah, and her mom's a dentist. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we wish Maddie nothing but the best and all, you know, as they say, uh, Gerber baby. I mean, she's a Gerber baby. That's How cute. so cool. And she's an Air Force brat. Yeah. And she's Asian. That's so cool, too. You know, i got to highlight that just because I'm half Asian, but it's just really cool that an Air Force brat is the new Gerber face this year.
0: I think it's super cool, too. Yeah.
2: Yay, Maddie. Yay, Maddie. <laughs> it's definitely
0: time to introduce our special guest. Scott Parks is the co-host of Dana and Parks, Kansas City's most popular afternoon radio program on 98.1
2: KMBZ. Thank you, Scott, so much for being here with us today. And my sister, Rose, the other punk brat.
1: Hey, uh, it's a privilege to be on the inaugural pilot broadcast. So thank you. I'm humbled.
2: <laughs> well, like us, you're an army brat. And why don't we just start off by you just telling us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Um, it's uh, like all of your stories. It's it's long and winded, but I'll put it into uh, the most succinct way that I can. I, w- I was born at what is, let me rephrase what used to be known as Fort Benning, Uh, I was born at Fort Benning in 1971 and uh, lived there a whopping six weeks before my parents were transferred to Amarillo, Texas, where my dad was a recruiter. We were then sent to Fort Hood, Texas in 1974, uh, in 1977 up to Fort Richardson, which is to say Anchorage, Alaska, back to Fort Hood in 1980 where we lived for the longest time that we ever stayed at one base, and that was four years. Um, In 1984, we were sent to Heidelberg, Germany, which at the time was the headquarters for the US Army in Europe, where my dad was uh, in charge of of all things morale. Um, And then uh, in 1986, the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life, other than the birth of my children, was my dad was sent and I think it was actually as a punishment to Rheinberg, Germany,
2: <laughs> where
1: I met the two of you, um, and we only lived there we only lived there one year, uh, and we can maybe get into this later. Uh, it was the most formative impelling year of my life. And I, I, I've always looked at that one year in Düsseldorf when we were in Rheinberg. Uh, as the year that changed my life and um and like i said we can get into that later uh after that uh my, my dad got orders i'll never forget we were sitting at the kitchen table and i did not want to leave reinberg i loved nobody Rheinberg. wants to leave reinberg i loved it uh it it was the best year of my life and i remember um we were sitting at the kitchen table in our home in Xanton, X-A-N-T-E-N, uh, the only city in all of Europe with an X. Um, and, and my dad said, we got our orders today. And I'm, I'm sure he told my mom in advance, um, but I said, okay, where, where are we going? This was in the summer of 87. And he said, we're going to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. <laughs> and I looked at him and I go, who did you piss off? And he goes, no, 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 no. This is a great assignment. This is going to be great. I'm going to be a professor. And uh, this is going to be a good assignment. Well, you guys know how it goes. Um, for a lot of Army brats, and I hate the term Army brats, but whatever. Um, for a lot of us, uh, where you stop is where you stay. And so my dad retired in October of 1989 and uh, as a lieutenant colonel. And uh, this is just where I've been for the last 37 years. And um, yeah. I, I don't regret it. Um, mm-hmm. when, when we first moved here, I absolutely hated Kansas City. I hated it. It was hot. Um, it wasn't Germany. Um, but over the last 37 years, I've grown to love this town. And, and I it, it, love a, you. Well, thank you uh, it, it's a remarkable city. And I, and I do love this town.
2: So Rose, what does that mean? What were you right. going to ask us? What's the oh, common question? So
0: how do you feel when someone asks you, where are you from? Like when you meet a stranger and they ask <laughs> you that dreaded yeah, question, the, the infamous right. question for you know, like all of yeah. us, how we feel like I always find myself getting tripped up and I, I know how to answer it, but I just always, there's always yeah. that like pregnant pause, you know?
1: <laughs> so Rose, that's a great question. Um, and, and one that I've grappled with over the years, when, when people say, where are you from? <laughs> Nowadays, I say I'm from Kansas City. Yeah. But in the past, and, and I still do this to some extent, I say, well, I grew up in the military. Um, so there really isn't a home. Um, and and, I, and <clears throat> I will say this, growing up in the military, and I, I know that's what this podcast is about, um, is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And it's a curse in the sense that, like, I, I remember when, when I moved here to, well, I'm, I'm in Kansas City right now, but uh, my dad was assigned at Fort Leavenworth, which is right up the street. Literally, I could drive there in 20 minutes. Um, I, I remember going to Lansing High School, which is where I finished high school after Dusseldorf. And I was always jealous of the other kids because they had all been going to school with each other since they were in kindergarten. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. here I am. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the I'm, new kid. I, yeah, I'm the new kid. I'm we the new kid it. on the block, and and there weren't we many <laughs> of us. Beg your pardon.
2: I said we get it. Yeah, we get it
1: totally. Yeah, there weren't many of us, and I I always felt like I didn't fit in. Uh, it was the first, it was the first school that I went to that was, and I use this term loosely, civilian. Um, It was the first time I had ever gone to a school where there weren't a lot of Army kids. And um, I just remember not, I just remember feeling like I didn't fit in. And it's probably because I didn't. Um, But I played football and baseball and I did did everything I could. Um, Having said that, you know, I, I, I said it was a blessing and a curse. It, it's it's a curse in the sense that you never ever get to establish roots. You know what I mean? The, the, there's never. Well, isn't that
2: why we're the dandelion rose? Just showed, you reminded me that the the military brat is the, the our flower is the dandelion. You know, you you blow the dandelion and it goes off and lands where it lands. Yeah, we are little dandelions.
1: Yeah, you 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 never establish roots, and um, but but I will say this a blessing in the sense that I, I don't think I would do what I was doing today. If I wasn't having to move every two or three years mm-hmm. and, and always having to, you know, make new friends. Start all um, over. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it, it, it makes, it, it forces you to be social Um, because if you're not social, you're not going to make it. Having yeah, that's said
2: that, so true. That's so true. You,
1: you know, and so, you know, doing what I do, being on the radio and everything, I, I think that forced me to be an extrovert, even though when I'm at home, which is where I am right now, um, I'm an introvert in a weird way. But when I'm out in public, I'm an extrovert because I have to. That 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 was how I survived. Yeah. And um, but I will say this, um and I think this is important. You and I and Rose. Went to school together 37 years ago.
2: <laughs> hey, you're giving our age away. Stop it.
1: Fine. Well, <laughs> it's not like it's not on my face. Um, we went to school 37 years ago yeah. for one year. Mm-hmm. one year.
2: One year. One year. And, and look at now. At,
1: and we're still talking.
2: Besties. We yeah. see each other regularly. We visit each yeah. other. We kept in touch with each other. Our fathers worked together. Um, you're very special to me, Scott. You know that. Um, Scott and I, our other best friend, Jojo is no longer with us. We lost him last year. God bless him. Um, we were the three amigos since we were 16 years old and we've always stayed in touch and, um, we're still the three amigos just in a different way. But, um, I wish he was with us now to be a part of this, but we love you, Jojo. Um, but yeah, the one thing I loved about being a brat, well, it brings me to the question what you said, let's go back. You said you don't like to be referred to as an army brat. Explain that because, um, you know, I'm just curious. I wonder how many people feel like that because personally, I love being called a brat, so just tell us why you don't like that title
1: no um I, I just don't like the word brat, I guess. it's, um,
2: it's an I'm an army kid
1: you know i I grew up in the military I, when when people ask me, Rose, you asked earlier like when when, when people ask where you're from, what do you say? <clears throat> and i just I always tell people i I grew up in the military, and you know, it kind of answers all the questions. It's, it's, it's a really simple way of saying, I don't have a hometown. Uh, I never did. Um, basically it's
0: hometown, nowhere,
1: friends everywhere. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, friends everywhere. And there is literally, uh, nowhere that I would say I'm from, I mean, my, my parents could tell you they're from New York. You know, my mom grew up in the Bronx. My dad grew up on Long Island. Um, where were but you born again? I was born in Fort Benning, got it. which okay. is Fort something or other now.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not getting
1: into it. We're yeah, not getting yeah. into get it. it.
2: Get it, get it, get it. But go ahead, go ahead.
1: Finish. It's not Fort Benning anymore, but <laughs> it'll be Fort Benning to me till the day I right. die. Right. Um. But my dad was a my dad was an Army Ranger, um, at, when he got out of college, and he went to Vietnam, and then when he got back from Vietnam, he was sent back to Fort Benning as a, as a teacher. Um, And that's when I was, I was born at Fort Benning when he got back from Vietnam.
2: Your father was an amazing Vietnam veteran. He was shot how many times? Six, six times. And that man came back stronger than he was when he went there, raised two wonderful boys, beautiful wife. Your dad was an amazing man. I'm so honored and privileged that I got to know him. Now he was intimidating. No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Okay, okay. Let's. This goes into the story of Metallica now. Okay, you guys got a quick story with your. I would be
0: remiss if I didn't ask you to share this personal story because I recently, you know, posted a uh, a post on my Facebook about meeting Metallica and hanging out with them in Germany, which is something that you know is not unusual when you're an American overseas and American bands come by. So Scott's brother posted under there <laughs> that they should have been there. This is a story I've never heard. So I'm really curious and I'm saving it for this podcast. I was going to text you and ask you, but I wanted to save it for this podcast. So you could tell us your, your version of what happened. Why there.
2: he wasn't there.
1: Why there they weren't you.
0: there. You should have been Where there with you? us and you would have been there with us.
1: What happened, I, I, Scott? I should, I should have been would have. Uh, my dad was. Um, <laughs> oh, what, happened, what happened was. Uh, my dad and God bless him. He was a great man. Um, but my dad always used to tell me if people don't want to work for you, they won't. <laughs> morale is so critical. And he was huge about morale. I, and, you know, late, later in life, I kind of understood why, but he was always about soldier morale. And if you guys can recall, when we were in Rheinberg, there was no American television. No, oh,
0: um, nope. We, not we,
1: we, uh, if we were lucky, we would get a Gary Scott. Moore video on <laughs> a Dutch Moore. TV channel, right? Really?
2: That's the example you give us is Gary Moore?
1: Right,
2: Okay, of Go on, go on, continue.
1: <laughs> so if we were lucky, we would get a Gary Moore video on a Dutch TV channel. <laughs> that's
2: so but, true, yeah.
1: Um, I, I remember um, the Reichel building, if you guys will recall, was... Nine or ten stories tall, and then there was uh the penthouse at the top, which was half bar, half church, which was really yes. weird. Yes. <laughs> of course. So, we yes, weird, go, right? go worship God and then go get your drink. Go have a drink, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, ominous Dominus, <laughs> And uh, so in January of 87, the Denver Broncos were playing the New York Giants Who's in the, the Giants? Super Bowl. Oh remember? my god, did I just say that? Because I'm a Cowboys fan, but you know I liked them back then. <laughs> Go ahead. And my, I remember my dad coming home prior to the Super Bowl, and he said, "I need to get the Super Bowl pumped into the building for the for the guys." And uh,
0: meaning the soldiers at the base, the soldiers, right? C- yeah. Correct. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, yeah. Thank you for the soldiers, the the younger guys, the privates, the PFCs, yeah, the specialists. Take and care. He, of them. He, he wanted them to have a taste of home. And you may recall, he also brought in that Burger King. Uh, Um,
2: He and Rez worked there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: That was. and and Rez, there's (laughs) your first job. (laughs) I'll I'll sidetrack for a second. Uh, When my dad brought the burger, the mobile, the RV Burger King in, I remember he came home. I'll get back to the Super Bowl in a second. And he throws me this brown shirt and this brown hat. And I look at it and it says Burger King on it. I go, what's this? And he goes, they work for me. Now you work for them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh really? <laughs> but it was, a, it, was a, it was a good gig. It was fun. But anyway, yeah. regarding the Super Bowl, um, it was, obviously it was on a Sunday night. And over in Europe, it's like at two or three o'clock in the morning or whatever ridiculous hour. And my dad wanted the Super Bowl pumped in so that the soldiers could watch the Super Bowl and have a taste of home. And I think it was on the third floor, if I'm not mistaken. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what?
2: The Burger King? The Rex?
1: No, 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 I think. no. I mean, oh, the rex, 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 rex was on the
0: second floor. Second floor. Second floor. Okay. Second floor. So yeah, anyway. where the ghost was.
2: That's where we, where, the, yeah. ghost uh, where was. the kids hung out. Where we hung out
1: to so, get away from her. <laughs> um, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> the math teacher had scheduled a test for that Monday morning. Bitch. Oh, Mrs. <laughs> 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 bitch. That's where we beat. And, right. Um, yeah, I remember, Mrs. And so my mom was <laughs> forced me to study and go to bed at a decent hour so I could do the math test. And little did I know, I mean, I knew Metallica was in town. Obviously, I couldn't go to the show because I had a math test the next morning. Um, I had no idea that the Quintero sisters were going to end up on the bus with Metallica, yeah. and they were going to take metallica to the reichel building to watch the super bowl we so did. uh the next morning i wake up you know we're up in xanton and i'm sitting at the kitchen table and i'll never forget we were having pancakes and my dad comes in the, in in the door at the house and he's just he's in his fatigues he's like exhausted and he sits down at the kitchen table And I'm eating my pancakes. It's like five thirty in the morning, stupid, (laughs) or six o'clock in the morning, whatever. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, hey, some band showed up at the Super Bowl tonight. I go, some band. He goes, yeah, um, Metallica. Trying so hard right now not to laugh so hard. I know you've heard this story before, but Rose hasn't. Uh, And he he looks at me. He goes, Metallica. And I go. Metallica <laughs> and he goes yes Metallica they showed up at the Super Bowl tonight yeah. and can I say that word? yes of course and yes, you knew we course. were at the, con- you you knew we you. at the
2: concert the night for you be
1: you yeah of course you do you yes yeah. and I go bullshit <laughs> and he goes yeah Metallica showed up at the Super Bowl tonight and uh I go you're kidding and I'll never forget my dad looks at me he's he's exhausted and he goes Really nice guys, but they stink. <laughs> <I> just came <can't laughs> just game. played a show
0: in front of thousands of people Essen and that followed us on the autobahn for almost an hour and a half. And so, yeah, not to mention Metal Church
2: was with them and too. Metal Church Metal too. Church,
1: that's right. Metal Church was the opening act. And so I get on I, I I get on. And we the bus. were with Christine
2: McHenry. We were with Christine McHenry. Hey, right. Christine, if you're listening, shout out you and, and Stephanie.
1: I, I get on the bus and all the all the way from Zanton to the Reichel Building. I'm thinking I'm never <laughs> going to hear the end of this. It's never going to end. And-, and
2: our dad let us skip the school the next day. So we couldn't even see that till a couple no, of days. Actually,
0: the next day I got up early to catch a a train to go to the Hague because I was in Model United Nations. Oh, I slept. So in, I was like contemplating. I really should go home after the show. And I was like, no way. No way.
2: <laughs> I slept
1: in.
0: Pretty so go cool. ahead I met up stop. with Damian and Robert at the Hague.
1: Fun. Oh, good time. No, that was that was the one time I could have met Metallica and never did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that was something we had special. a good time. That was special. It was a great
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks yeah. to your dad who, you know, originally coordinated. coordinated all that because when I met the roadie while I was buying my t-shirt, he's like, Hey, you want to come party with us after the show? And I was like, um, yeah, that would be fun. But uh, you know, like the Super Bowl is happening tonight. So you know, and I was like, it's like, do I want to go watch the Super Bowl? Because, you know, the Giants were playing and everybody who knows me knows that the Giants are my favorite team. So uh, I was like, no. And he was like, what? The Super Bowl? You get to, you're going to watch the Super Bowl. And don't I, you remember how big yeah. daddy got? He goes, can you guys get yeah. us into the. He's like, can you can we come? And I was like, but he
2: kept saying we, and we I, thought it was him.
1: Yeah. Well, wait. Was like that. Did, didn't you guys get to ride on their tour bus?
2: No, no, no. They followed no, us. They, they followed, followed us oh. on
1: there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Rose had yeah. to drive us No, back. we
0: were smart enough not to get on the bus. <laughs> no, we weren't those kind of girls. No,
2: we were good girls. No, Jimmy no. raised us right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had they followed time. us in like, our car. Remember, I, we were in, dude, we were in 10th grade. Rose was a senior in high school. I was a sophomore. I was 15 yeah. and I hadn't even turned 16 yet or anything. I mean, here's a 15 yeah. year old and a 17 year old. And this is what's so cool for those listening who are Metallica fans. These guys could have gone off with all these German girls who were doing whatever they were doing, flashing them, trying to get their attention. All they wanted to do was talk about music with us, told us to, to stay true to metal. They were great guys. They hung out the veterans. They were sweet. But let me do this shout out to Lars Ulrich. Lars would not get off the bus. Lars would not even acknowledge the military. So my thing was like, the other three were cool not Lars. Oh, that's I, my wait, I, I that's nev-
1: i've never heard this i've never heard yeah. this lars would not, lars get, off would the not get off the bus
0: no he would yeah, not off no, the american he stayed on the military. bus but um they he was protesting had, we had we but the the germans that were part of the um the press were also there yeah so like the journalists from metal hammer and there was another German. a lot of people right. found us out there I don't know if right. oh Corang, they, they were there in time. the building and um yeah. I wish I still had that magazine. I know that Damian's got it. I'll have to ask him to scan yeah. it in and send it in. There was just some cl- something controversy that was happening. And um, it was just, it was just a really, really cool time with those guys. You know, they, yeah. they stayed around, hung around, oh, you know, Lily they signed stuff for the, uh, it was the, the first soldiers.
2: kid. It was the first show Jason you said. Remember? Because Cliff had just, bur- Cliff Burton died. Yes, I don't and know if it was the canceled. very
0: first show, but it was one of the very first. I shows. Thought it
2: was one of the very first shows. It was because they, the they called him the very first. They called him Jason New Kid.
0: New Kid. That's how they yeah. introduced him. Yeah, and
2: he was so nice. They were all so nice to us. They and were then, amazing. And then when they left, when they left, they gathered all the veterans together and they took a big giant group picture. And then James Heffel took his uh, jacket off and uh, gave it to Rose.
0: Yeah. Bullshit. It's, awesome. it's
2: but yeah, don't you I'm have good. that one? But I don't,
0: and you know, what's kind of crazy moving around. You know, being a brat, you move, you um, you lose things along the way. Uh, and for uh, some I reason, that. I I don't know where that went, and I wish I still had it. But. You, you know, don't
1: know where, where the jacket, the j- no, that I, James I, Hetfield gave you went.
0: Some something, something tells me I I think I might have let someone borrow it. I just don't know. You but know? I still but have then.
2: my beer bottle that James Hetfield signed. <laughs> my kills <Koenig> Pilsner Okay, <laughs> I still have oh. it. But, um, but Hey, you guys, we could talk about Metallica all day. That was a good times, Scott, also for being a, this whole thing was about being a stateside and an overseas brat, right? What do you feel are the differences? I mean, you, you shared, you shared a little bit about that, but I mean, there is a big difference between being a seaside. Like my husband is a state, you know, he's a brat, he's an air force brat and he moved like 12 times, but always stateside, you know, is there a difference Uh, in your eyes?
1: Oh, sure. Um, you know, I I I don't keep track of how many times we moved. I think it was seven or eight in 18 years. Um, wow, that's a lot. But, it, yeah, it was a lot. Um, I, I will tell you this, and I, I often joke with people when, when they ask about, like, where are you from? Uh, I say I grew up in the military. Thanks for the free tour around the world. Um, and, and I really believe that. I mean, you know, when... In 1984, when my dad got orders, originally it was for Turkey. Oh, wow. And, and my mom was like, hell to the no, we're <laughs> not going. Uh, if you end up going to Turkey, you're going on your own. We're staying here in the States. Yeah. And my dad pulled a couple favors with some general friends of his and got us to Heidelberg. And um, um, if I had any idea then what that was going to mean for the rest of my life. Um, I mean, it it was those three years in Europe and most importantly, the one year in Reinberg. um, And I can't emphasize it enough and I I don't mean to romanticize it or anything like that, but it was just life defining. Um, Yeah. You know, those three years that we lived in Europe between 84 and 87 were the most incredible three years of my life. And amazing. Um, I, I got to see so many things. I, I used to always tell people I, I lived more before I was 17 years old than you get to live in your entire life.
2: Oh, wow. That's so true. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I, I awesome. saw things. I mean, I went yachting in Sweden with Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> I went skiing in the Alps and Switzerland and Austria. And you went to the Disneyland,
2: the first day it opened in Paris.
1: I did not do that. Did we Uh, do that,
2: Rose? No, that was Japan. See, when you're a military brat, you forget. We went to the first day opening at Japan's Disneyland.
1: But (laughs) I remember being at the international school Dusseldorf and I was on the soccer team. And I mean, it was like being on a semi-pro team because we could only play other international schools. And so we were flown to London. Right. Uh, We took the train to Berlin and it was like being on a semi-pro soccer team. You know, we and didn't even we-
2: talk about that. We went to an international school. We did not go to a military school because they didn't have a Dodd school near I. So they bused us an hour from mm-hmm. Rheinberg to Dusseldorf. So just note that, y'all, we were bused in and spent two hours, two and a half hours a day on buses with each other.
1: And, and, and I don't think you can discount that hour long each way bus ride. So much fun. Oh,
2: Listening gosh. whole day and rock
0: day. Soul day and rock day. Whether it was going to be Run DMC.
1: Were, were we Canada doing Hey, were we metallica? doing prince were we doing prince, prince. or motley crew i don't
2: exactly right we, yeah you never know what to expect and you know what did you see how we all got along it always worked out right us military brats on the bus we always had democracy like none of us fought about like no tonight's Meta- or today's metallica this we worked together on this you know and i just love that and um well, I mean, we're coming here close to an end, but I know that Rose has some lightning round questions that she wants to ask you, um, just so we can catch you off guard and see what you, uh, how you respond to these.
1: Oh, well, um, I'm on the radio. You ain't gonna me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing surprises Okay, these you. are
0: just simple lightning round questions, just the thing, whatever comes to the top of your mind as soon as I ask you, okay?
1: Right. Okay, um, first <laughs> job. First job? Burger yeah. King, Ryan <laughs>
0: How many languages do you speak? Two. Fort Hood or Fort Cavazos Fort Hood. Okay. Tacos, hamburgers, sushi, or schnitzel?
1: Schnitzel. Well, stop. That's the that's the craziest question ever. <laughs> schnitzel every day of the week and twice <laughs> on a Sunday. Mitt palmas.
2: You know what? I've Got to be the best schnitzel delicious. place too in Kansas, didn't you? I had some really thanks. good schnitzel
1: in Kansas. Gro Groot hours in Kansas City is legit.
0: Delicious. Okay. Okay, so place you want to visit that you've never been to? Greece. Oh, the last song or band you listen to?
1: Rat. Stand no, 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 no. <laughs> David Lee, Ro- David Lee Ross uh, debut solo album "Eat 'Em and Smile." I listened okay. to that in the shower right before I came down here. I was going to say one. Scott is sporting a
2: Rat shirt right now,
1: though.
0: Okay, favorite sports team?
1: Sporting Kansas City and then uh, Dusseldorf Fortuna.
0: Okay. Yeah. Go for yes. That. Have
2: you ever worn socks with sandals?
1: No, God, no. He just
2: likes to wear sandals and expose his toes all the time. <laughs> okay.
1: and, and and for little be known, I weird don't weird wear socks. I don't wear underwear.
0: That is <laughs> nice to know, duly noted. Okay, so say a word or phrase in German.
1: Ich heiße Scott. yeah, Ganz gut. Finally, good. I, I
0: couldn't. I can't wait to ask you this one. Texas barbecue or Kansas City
1: barbecue? Kansas City. Are you kidding me? That's oh, sacrilege. That's sacrilege. Come on there, now. There's no, there's, there's no comparison.
2: Seriously? Okay, look, we, we got a little bit of time here to stay on this question. What makes Kansas City barbecue better than Texas barbecue? And I'm a native Texan. My sister was born in Seoul, Korea, but my baby sister, Patty and I, we were born Korean in barbecue we were, for me. We were born, <laughs> we were born on Fort, at Fort Hit at Darnell Army Hospital. All Texans will tell you, our barbecue is number one. Mm-hmm. Why is Kansas City so good? What makes it so good? What makes it so good?
1: It's authentic <laughs> and it's legit. Oh, it's, yeah? It's, I mean.
2: What Recommend a place. What's the best barbecue in where you're at?
1: Well, it, it's called Joe's Kansas City now, um, but it used to be called Oklahoma Joe's. Um, it's a barbecue joint that's in. It's actually in a gas station. Okay, um, at Kansas City nights.
2: listeners, listen to that. All the I got oh, some friends in Kansas City listening to this, so
1: everybody in Kansas City knows where Oklahoma Joe's is. Nice. Um, no, it's legit, I'll, Lisa. The next time you're up here, I'll take you there. I mean, they're so I'm good.
2: Rose with me next time,
1: fine, well, great.
0: I I can't contribute to this conversation because I have not had Kansas City barbecue, but I hear it is totally legit. It is I good. Am. So,
1: did you guys ever watch Ted Lasso? Love Ted yes. Lasso
0: had last believe,
1: okay. love Ted lasso. believe. Just finished so, the uh the season last week yeah no spoilers for those who haven't heard this. No yeah I, I won't spoil it but uh season three was the best season um you you might notice Jason Sudeikis, who's from here, literally went to high school right down the street. his mom's a travel agent um and Paul Rudd well, Paul Rudd's not in Ted lasso, but you know they all kind of run together
2: yeah yeah
1: uh, Paul Rudd's mom used to work with us at the radio station and his dad was my travel agent before he died god bless him oh, um but anyway if, if you'll notice like in the show uh jason sedagus wears a, a shirt that says arthur's bryant's joe's stack house okay and those are the four main uh barbecue joints here in town arthur bryant's huh. joe's uh jack stack um and I, whatever what I missed, left out. But he, he wears a shirt with all four names of the major barbecue joints here in town.
2: Wow. Well, Parks, when you come here, we'll have to take you to a few Texas barbecue places. But like Rose said, we also love our Korean barbecue, as you know, we are half Korean. Um, you know what, you guys? That was fun. This was our first pilot show. Was and I'm so happy that Parks was our first guest. Um, Scott, is there anything you want to plug? that you're doing before we let you go that you want folks to know or anything you want to say there to other military brats out there?
1: Um, n- Nothing I want to plug necessarily. I mean, I just host a number one, <laughs> one afternoon radio show here in Kansas City. but um,
2: <laughs> Dana and Parks. Tell Dana <laughs> I said hi, by the way.
1: I will. Um, I, I will say this to the Army brats who might be watching this podcast. When you, When you look back on it, um, and there are times I look back on it and I feel a little cheated, uh, if that makes any sense, um, cheated that I didn't get to grow up with a whole bunch of people, you know, for 12 years and play football or soccer or whatever and date the same girl for, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, the deal. Um, but, but when, when I do look back on it and I think about it, what a, what a blessed life I had. Uh, how lucky was I? Um, and when you grow up in the military, and I know I'm, I'm extending our time here just a minute. So forgive me. Um, when you, when you grow up in the military, like we did, you just think this is how everybody grows up. You know, everybody moves every three or four years or every two or three years. And, and that's just the way life is. And, um, you don't know any different. I'm glad I didn't know any different. Yeah. I'm with you. You're absolutely
2: right.
1: How lucky was I?
2: The only Uh, part we were unlucky is I wish I had an iPhone back then because all these places, like I've been to the Eiffel Tower. I've been to the Leaning Tower and I've been to the Vatican. I have nothing to prove. I have no pictures because the few pictures I did take, you know what I mean? Like in the 80s, we didn't do that. All you military brats out there, note this. Take pictures and appreciate because my memories are all up in my head. But, yeah, but you know what, Scott, you know, like as us brats say, um, we don't say goodbye to each other, right? We never say goodbye. What do we say, Rose? We say, see you later. Parks, we love you. And we see, are see really proud of you. We'll <laughs> see you later. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, I'm I'm honored and I'm humbled that you let me be the first one on your show.
2: Well, Wouldn't we don't have you. anybody else. Nobody. We love you. Love, love you. you, too. Bye. All right, be good. Well, that wraps up our pilot episode. It just went by way too quickly. Yeah, and it was Um, a lot of fun. That was lots of fun. A lot of fun. What's coming up?
0: Well, our next podcast drops Monday, August 28th with special guest Dwight Andre Littlejohn, who is a Shark Tank entrepreneur. Oh, I
2: I love love that that show. show. Me too. Very cool. Well, please send any of your suggestions for guest appearances to our email, info at punkbrats.com. Or visit our website at punkbrats.com. As brats, we never say goodbye. What do we say, Rose? We say, see you later. See you later.